and I'm a little bit late start today. I apologize. We have an hour though still. Hey everyone and welcome to Chef AJ Live. I'm your host, Chef AJ, and this is where I introduce you to amazing people like you who are doing great things in the world that I think you should know about. Well, today is the second Tuesday of the month, which means it's time for episode seven of Feeling Great with Lissa and Nate. And today they're going to show you how to make the perfect raw vegan wraps, how to blend them, how to spread them, and how to roll them. There's been such a buzz on my social media pages because that's all I've been eating lately. Uh, not, you know, um, I just take whatever I ate before, but instead of using a fork and a knife and a spoon and a plate, I just put whatever I was going to eat for lunch and dinner and I put it in a wrap and then I can pick it up. Please welcome Lissa and Nate. So good to see you. Thanks for making wraps so yummy. Oh, thank you so much. We are so honored to, to know that you're enjoying them so much. That's like the best thing about being a recipe creator is having people we love enjoying the recipes mm. to the max. So, so glad that you're sharing. I mean, you hit it out of the park because I thought it was going to be really hard to make. And, you know, because I, I got your book. Oh, just by the way, guys, people are saying, well, I bought the bundle. Do I have the book? It depends which bundle. Chef AJ, that's me, participates in probably four bundles a year with a variety of different bundle producers. Lissa and I produce a bundle together, usually February or March of each year called The Ultimate vegan health and weight loss bundle. Her book was not in that. Her book was in an, a bundle that occurred in April of this year, where she produced with Chris Kendall called uh, the Ultimate Raw Vegan Bundle. And we're going to get to that question, Jennifer. We have a lot of questions that have been submitted by this. So if you bought the bundle that was called the Raw Vegan Bundle this April, you have it. Otherwise, you got to buy the book. This is her job. She's a recipe creator. It's like 21 bucks with the discount code. It's 182 pages. It has over 180 recipes. The photography is beautiful, including 34 wraps. Can't, if you if you just don't want to spend that money, you can wait until next March, and we're hoping that you'll put it in our bundle. But in the meantime, we're here to answer all your questions about wraps. So where did you, like, like, I'm blown away that you made it so easy, because I just thought, you know, I, I'm never going to make this. I mean, it looks great, but look how hard it is. And then Tammy Kramer, a friend of mine on Make Notebook, posted one, and I called her up, because she lives near me. I could have called her up even if she didn't. I said, was that really hard to make? She goes, it, it was easy. And I'm like, really? And the thing is, is you do need a few things, guys. You need a dehydrator. And I know you're going to ask, well, can I do it in an oven? I've never had success dehydrating in an oven. What do you think to that first question? Can we do it in an oven? So I get that question a lot as well. So there's three things that three reasons why I don't think an oven works. And we have experimented. And I know that there is another person who commented on your Facebook, just like I was just reading them before the show. And she said she had two different wraps because her um, dehydrator or like the same recipe, but on two trays and her dehydrator only fits one tray. So she put the other one in her oven to see if it worked and she had it on low and it didn't work. She's like, epic fail. The reason is number one, you can't have the heat go above 115 degrees Fahrenheit. I formulated these recipes to be made in a dehydrator. When you start going up in heat, 
then they start to get really hard. So when you take it out of the oven, it's gonna be like a cracker. I mean, if you want crackers, go ahead, but it's not gonna be, you're not gonna be able to roll it. It's gonna be like crunchy. It's gonna be dry and flake everywhere. So the oven doesn't work for that reason. Even if you have it on low, most ovens only go to 170, which is too hot for these, right? So it has to be 115 degrees Fahrenheit or 46 degrees Celsius or lower. Number two is that in the oven and especially like smaller ovens like the um, Breville, I know some people have the dehydrator option or like other ovens have a dehydrator option. There really isn't adequate airflow that happens in the oven. So because there's no fan and there's no way for the condensation to escape, it can either take forever to dehydrate, like you're talking like 36 hours even to get it half dry, because there's just no way for the condensation to escape, because the whole point is to dry it. And so the water has to escape somehow. And that's why we love the Excalibur, because the Excalibur has a way for the water to release into the air. And it also has a fan on the back, which blows the everything out of the dehydrator. So, and number three, it's really energy inefficient to use an oven. So if you're using an oven, even if you have it cracked and you had it at, on low and you had a fan blowing on it, I mean, it's unsafe to have your oven open like that for 12 to 18 or more hours. And it's very energy inefficient. So I don't recommend using an oven. I'm sure there's people who might have tried or want to try and it's totally your prerogative, but we have actually tested the wraps on higher temperatures with the dehydrator just to see what they would do. And even at like 150 degrees Fahrenheit, they still turn into crackers. They're like crunchy, you yeah. can't really wrap them. So the goal is low temperature. So get a dehydrator, Scalibur, nine or five tray. So that, cause I have a whole list of questions from myself because I feel like I'm getting a private session here with you, which thank you so much, but also from viewers, which I'll get to. I want to tell you my experience. And now people say, well, I have a convection oven, but you're, you're so right. Because when you think about a dehydrator and I do, I, I, I've had the Excalibur nine tray for, you know, 20 years. That's what we used at culinary school. And there's, I don't know if there's better dehydrators. Now, I personally don't think you have to go to all the expense of the bells and whistles, like having a timer now that we all have A-L-E-X-A, you know, she's a wonderful timer for things and you don't need to have the glass look through because, you know, I mean, how lazy are you? You can open the thing. But I would say that like many years ago, I, I, I used, I, I can't eat these now, they're too high in fat, but I made the best kale chips. They were made out of pine nuts and actually a, a, a famous chef in San Francisco started doing that recipe. But I, I made it in the dehydrator and people kept saying, well, can I do it in the oven? And I would try. And it's not that it didn't 100% work, but what I love about a dehydrator just in general is that it takes all the water out. So things actually last longer. But I found when I did things like kale chips in the oven, they would come, you know how like in fall you have a leaf and, and you step on a leaf and fall and it gets real crunchy, crumbly. It would not make it like it would work better in the dehydrator. Like it would stay more intact. Whereas in the oven, it just, it just kind of made it crumbs, you know? Yeah. yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, that was one reason. And now that I'm writing a new book, I'm, and I have of the, there's over 150 recipes, but there's a few that are for the dehydrator and we're doing our best to give options. But like I say, the options don't work that well. So we're sorry, guys. I mean, if you really want a, the best experience and the most pliable wrap, you're going to need a dehydrator. And you, I've seen them. Oh my God. At garage sales. I've seen them on Facebook marketplace. I've seen them on eBay on Craigslist because people just like juicers or Vitamixes, they get this idea that they're going to be healthy. And, and I've seen them for just a ridiculously low price. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was one girl who messaged me actually the two best prices I've ever seen from people messaging me. One girl said she found a four tray for $19 and another girl found a nine tray for $35 on Marketplace. So that's incredible. And you know, my, my nine tray, you know, also there's times where you can buy things that are cheaper, you know, prime day, black Friday, my nine tray wasn't so bad. It was like $179, but anyway, so that's, that's that. So, okay. So we agree that for the best wrapping experience for the pliability, because see what we're looking for is is the ease of rolling is to have a dehydrator. We happen to prefer the Excalibrator. A lot of people saying, well, will the Breville work? I'm going to be honest. I've never dehydrated in my Breville because I need it for so many other things that I use it for. Um, but the people that some people said it worked fine. Other people said it took a lot longer in the Breville. And the biggest problem I think, and tell me if I, if what you think, is that the, you, one of the things you need to make the wraps, guys, even if you have the Excalibur, and these are like, I don't know, these were like $14 for four, depending on when you buy them. You need these trays. And th- these are 14, unless are these 14 by 14? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So about that. So, and actually these fit perfectly on the Excalibur with a little bit of room to spare. The problem is, is the, the Breville is rectangular, this will not fit in the Breville. And so people are saying, well, can I make these in the Breville and can I make them with the round dehydrator? So what do you say to that? Well, you know, I have had people who have told me that they've tried using the round one. The problem with the round one is number one, not adequate airflow. Again, it's in an enclosed um, space because it has like a lid and everything is closed. So these little round ones are best for like sun-dried tomatoes or apple chips or banana chips or raisins or, you know, like simple stuff like that. Whereas with the wrap, because you're using a liquid and it takes so long to dehydrate, it needs a way for the air to escape. And if it doesn't have that, if it's fully enclosed with no cracks whatsoever, it's gonna be really challenging. Another thing too, is most of the round dehydrators are stacking trays. And when you stack it, you need somehow to get some airflow. So they usually have a hole in the center, making it like a, you know, like it would be like if you had your wrap and you cut a hole in the middle, which kind of defeats the purpose of a wrap, right? Like you want it to be full so you can load it up with all the goodies. But if you have a hole in the center, you can't really work with it unless you had other pieces that you kind of put together to make it work. So I know some people have no holes in their round um, and then they use like a, you can get round ones like this as well. But the only problem is again, airflow. And these little ones can take anywhere from 36 to 48 hours or longer to dehydrate. And at that point, I mean, in a way it might not be worth it because you want it to dry fairly quickly. Otherwise it can start to ferment, right? And we don't want that to happen either. So, you know, investing into a better dehydrator, if this is something that you really want to play with and have more wraps in your life, 
then that would be a best option. Or other things too, like we just made some soup and you can, in a uh, Excalibur style dehydrator, you can just put the bowls in there, the empty bowls, even warm your bowls up. And then that way, when you pour your warm soup in, your bowl is warm, or you can put your whole soup and soup bowl in the dehydrator. That's pretty nice too. And with the round ones, the actual fan is at the bottom. So yeah. it's blowing air up through those trays. And of course there's mesh, but unless you're using the silicone, there's there's no way for the air to really touch the top mm -hmm. trays as opposed to say an Excalibur style, the fan is actually on the backside blowing air across all the trays nice and evenly. And of course the way that the door mechanism is the air can't escape. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, the Breville, I'm, I'm kind of leaning on the no side. Yeah, <laughs> but and, and like you were saying too, uh, Chef AJ, like, I purchased my dehydrator off of Craigslist for $100. And I did have to drive like uh, an hour and a half to, to go meet the individual to pick up the dehydrator. But there's, it's interesting when you actually go to do like a Craigslist search, if you're here in the States or, you know, maybe like a, whatever the, the classifieds would be, depending on where you are viewing this from, you can find dehydrators for pretty good deals used. And the one that I got was brand new. She used it one time. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. So the the are these integral or can people just use like you know you know the Teflex sheets that a lot of people have? Do do can they can they make it without this? Because I want to just listen to what you say and make it perfectly. That's why I did it. Yeah. <laughs> um. So these, I personally feel, and Nate agrees with me, the they reason, are amazing. The, the reason being, you can definitely use the Teflex sheet, but the reason that these are so amazing is you've got this lip all the way around the edge. So the consistency of the spread, which you guys will see here in a little bit, is just really nice because you're able to fill this by using the Teflex. Yes, yeah, so you can use the Teflex. The only problem with using these is that you really have to be conscious of how level and even your wrap is and you want it to be a quarter inch thick the entire way and sometimes it's easy for it to be too thick in some areas and too thin in others um, and you want it to be thick right up to the edge if you can. And I, I feel that the other thing that's really important is the edge itself is really nice. Mm -hmm. I mean, for one, it's really fast to spread because you've got kind of a template, so to speak, to be able to yeah. fill like a cookie cutter kind of job. But with the wrap material coming up to the edges of the silicone mat, that actually is really helpful to make the wrap uh, dehydrate properly. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, if you have the Teflex sheet, it's going to kind of slightly taper off. It's going to be really hard to get that nice edge all the way around. Definitely is a possibility to mm -hmm. have a successful wrap turnout on a Teflex sheet, but these silicone mats make it so much faster and more efficient, especially with the spatula, which you guys will see how to spread. It's really quick, really efficient, and it just makes the whole process so much more fun. Yeah. Now you talk about spreading. So I, I I got these sheets and when I pour it in, because you're starting with a liquid that you're going to show in the blender, it does make a circle. And so I'm thinking, well, why not leave it in a circle? Because you suggest, I luckily, as a former pastry chef, I had an offset spatula and I love it for desserts because you know, it's like seven bucks. But I'm curious, like what would happen if I didn't spread it to square? Is square the optimal shape for wraps? Well, I feel like it is because number one, you can fit way more in. Yes. And number two, yeah, you get, you know, you can. I didn't in. think about that you can get more in. Yeah. Because, you yeah. know, when you think about standard wraps, like in the cooked food world, you'll, you'll have like a flour tortilla, which is round. But yeah. when you think about things like lavash bread, 
those are all those are square. Yeah. So if you want to fit lots in, you should spread it out. Another thing too is that if you put it like this, this is our cashew cheese, which we're gonna make up into a flavored cheese on the show today. Um, this has been fermenting in our dehydrator. That's why it's kind of stuck to it. But if you have it like this, then number one you can't fit much in there. But number two, it's it's kind of like a mound, right? Yes. So it's not going to dry the same in the center as it does on the edges. So that's why you want to have an even spread across the entire wrap, and that's another reason why the trays work so good. And that man, that makes the biggest difference. If you have inconsistencies of your spread, your evenness then of course, as it dehydrates, it's gonna get thinner and you could very possibly have spots that are going to rip or tear because the consistency isn't uh, you know, the same all throughout the, the actual wrap. And that's another thing that's so nice about these trays is because it gives you kind of a, um, a line, a guide to go off of to keep that thickness when you do spread, which of course, we're gonna spread some for you guys. So you'll be able to see, I'm gonna grab the computer as Lissa, um, is spreading these so you can see close up how they're done. So here's, here's the ones I made last night. And so what I do is yeah, before I go to bed, I do it. So then when I wake up, it's done. And this didn't even take 12 hours. I put this in at 10 and by six o'clock it was done. This is your uh, chili corn wrap right here. And you advise people to not peel it off until they're ready to serve. And if they don't want to, to store it in one of the jumbo bags like this, right? And and when you do put it in the bag, which I've actually taken a couple of trips, flown on the airplane, <laughs> checked uh, my check bag with uh, 10 or 11 wraps uh, separated in between parchment paper. I, I peeled them off of the silicone tray and put them in that Ziploc. The biggest thing is about that Ziploc is to not seal the Ziploc because they do need to kind of be able to breathe. There is a slight bit of moisture left in the wrap. Mm -hmm. And if it's sealed in that bag, that moisture is gonna be trapped in there and very possibly kind of soften things up and even maybe start to, um, you know, depending how long they're stored in there. I did not know we're supposed to leave it open because I've been storing them. What I've been doing is leaving them on and then folding them like this because there's not enough room otherwise. And I didn't leave any air in the bag at all. Well, that's okay. pretty cool. If it's on the actual silicone tray still, like you're keeping it, that's nice because there's no air that's yeah. being able to touch the bottom. But for traveling, these silicone sheets are really heavy. And, you know, you're only allowed 50 pounds on it. Oh, so you're saying you traveled with them off the thing. I got yeah. it. Now, yeah, so so here's the thing. I, have, I only bought four of these and I need to get more. So I had... I had more, what I was doing is I was taking them off, but then what I was doing is I was pressing them together, the, the, the sticky side together, thinking that would keep them okay for a while. And it seemed to, it seemed to. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. yeah. And everyone's going to figure out a different, a different way yeah. that works for them. What we sure. used is parchment paper. Yeah. And I just put, I, I would peel the wrap off and lay the sticky side down on the parchment paper, another piece of parchment, another wrap, parchment wrap. And I put them in my suitcase, traveled to Oregon, flew up to Oregon. I made these at the river, at the lake. I was like, hey, let's make a fresh wrap. And they held up so good. I was up there for two weeks and they were amazing. This is kind of guys, when it when you peel it like this, it just comes off really, really easy. How long do you think in the real world would these last? Like not years, but like weeks, months, days? Weeks, 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 definitely. Like we, um, well, so those ones that I traveled with, I was up there for two weeks. I was eating the, the last ones. Um, actually, the last ones were made on the 16th day 
And because <laughs> my my son and his girlfriend and and her mom, they made they make some. And there was the 16th or 17th day that those wraps were, you know, they were 17 days old. Mm -hmm. So, and I think that's about as far as we've actually let them go before, you know, eating them. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that's, that's something too. It's, it's interesting. Like we don't know how long it would last, but of course, you know, it is raw food. You know, these are perishable uh, ingredients in here. So, you know, you want to eat them. It's not something that you would, I would imagine that you would be able to uh, store for, you know, say. Did you have time. these in your carry-on or in your suitcase? Yeah, I had them in my check-on suitcase. Oh, because answers, did they question you at TSA? Well, you know, I did actually um, fly with my food bag because check this out, you guys, you are able to bring a bag of food. You could actually bring a case, a, a <laughs> case of bananas, that size of a box worth of food, and they can't say anything. Uh, they, they, they may be like giving you a little sideways look, but they're not going to say anything. But I had in my paper bag six, I believe I had six entire wraps, which is 12 halves of a wrap in my bag that I carried on. I had my backpack on, which I stuffed under my chair and I just put those wraps right in between my feet. Um, they did pull me aside though, as I was going through TSA, because did I have those wraps? Where did I have those wraps? I think I may have had them. I don't know if they were in a box no they were just in a paper bag they were just wondering what they were and they didn't they you know they didn't question or anything about the the check-on bag because the check-on bag you're like bye check-on bag when you check it on you don't even see it anymore but didn't have any problems there but the actual food that i brought through because i was bringing six whole wraps they were like what are, what is this and i'm like well they're just wraps that's just my lunch and dinner and they're like oh, okay so that was it Nice. Okay, let's. Um, we got questions both in the yeah. chat and from the viewers, but I just want to go over a few must-haves. In my opinion, you need the special trays. The question we're getting a lot of is: your first of all, you're a fabulous recipe creator. If people follow your recipes exactly, they'll have a terrific result. But can they? go off book a little bit, like say with the spices or, you know, what I love about what you did is even though I don't know the metric system, I have a food scale and the food scale, like it's in grams. And so you actually not only put like, I always feel like when you do cups, it's so inaccurate the way people measure. Cause you could have a cup that's just really packed or one that's light. So you put the measurement in both ounces of grams and it's just, it takes all the guesswork out of me. When you say 330 grams of onion, it's just so easy. I just know exactly how much. And if there's a little piece of onion left, I put it in the refrigerator for the next wrap. But there's a couple of ingredients that people that are very strict and worried about weight gain or on a weight loss plan, they worry, well, do I have to use the dates? And by the way, the dates, we're talking two medjool dates usually. Do I have to use the flax or chia seeds? And do I have to use the psyllium husk? A psyllium husk, I don't think is, I mean, my psyllium husk, which I get at Sprouts, I mean, it says that two heaping teaspoons have 15 calories. So I don't know how this can be high in fat or calories. And I've mentioned to you, I just don't care for chia, uh, flax seeds, so I don't buy them. And you say in the book that anytime you call for flax seeds, you can use chia. By the way, I prefer the white. I don't like what the, the dark ones, I think, discolor food. But I, um, when you think about it, guys, you're getting two wraps out of each recipe, which depending on how much you eat is going to serve either two people or four people. So that's the equivalent of one medjool date and one tablespoon of chia. And even all the years I taught ultimate weight loss, I still said have a tablespoon of flax or chia a day. So how important is flax, chia, psyllium husk, and dates to the wrap recipes? 
All right, I love this question. It's very, very important. So every single ingredient in the wrap has a role. Some of them, like the spices and the garlic, are for flavor, but you can be interchanged, right? Like if you wanted to use a, a different chili spice or whatever, that's totally fine. You can trade those up if you want. You can even leave the garlic out if you didn't want to add the garlic. I think it adds a lot of flavor to the wrap, but some of those things you can totally leave out or, or play around with. However, the big ingredients like onion, um, carrot or corn, dates, apple, sweet potato, whatever you're adding that's bigger ingredients, they're there for a reason. There is a very special fiber in onion called inulin. And we I've tried making wraps with jicama and jicama is really high in inulin. They don't work out the same. I've tried multiple different combinations of different things. And if you want to get the best results, just follow the recipe to a T. And some people look at this like this much onion and they're like, what? Yep. This is wild. Let me show you here. This is, is this weighed out for yep, one? Yeah, it's weighed out for so one. So this is weighed out for one recipe, which is going to make two full wraps. Now look at all that onion. You might be thinking, wait a minute. I don't know. Is this really right? Uh, so, you know, of course, this is sitting on a kitchen scale. So really easy to be able to make sure you're getting the right amount. But there it is. Yeah. And this is what's may, may I just say something before I forget. Your recipe called for sweet onions. It, I, I don't live near stores anymore. And so my local Rayleigh's didn't have sweet onions. I used regular yellow onions, but it still came out really good. Yes. And that's interesting. It's so interesting that you said they came out good because some other people have used regular onions and they say it's too bitter. Mm -hmm. So I think it really depends on your palate and, and what people are used to and your microbiome, yeah. right? So sweet onion, if people don't have sweet onions, another name for them is Vidalia onions. So if people go to the store and they're like, do you have sweet onions? But if they, they're like, I don't know what those are. You can say, do you have Vidalia onions? Because typically they do. Costco has them right now. Um, oh my God, Costco. Thank you. I, I I mean, I know what they are and I do like them, but I just didn't want to drive far and I wanted to make the wraps. And, you know, I, I find that onions, whether they're white, red, yellow, they can vary in their intensity. And, and the ones I got were actually, maybe the reason it's working is the ones that I got, the organic ones from Rayleigh in the bag, they're quite small. And I find that when things are small, they're usually less pungent or bitter, you know, and they're yeah. big maybe, but, but I, I am making every effort to find it. The point I'm trying to make is I didn't have other than the things that were necessary, like the chia seeds, the psyllium husk, the dates, I didn't have every ingredient. I didn't let that stop me. And I always have garlic, but like two times now I just forgot. And, and it was like, it was fine. I ran out of tomato powder. So I put in a barbecue spice from local spicery. Oh my God. My, I think I sent you some of those spices. Yes. That was mind blowing because the wrap ended up tasting like a barbecue potato chip. That's like we're almost out of that seasoning too. No. So that was really good. And so, you know, I listen, guys, I don't get a penny if you buy the book. I'm just telling you, this has changed my life because I'm always stressed out in a hurry and it's made it just easier for me to eat because I just take my food and I put it in a wrap. And I know Goldhammer says, you need to take time and sit down, but there's just something very fun about like having a handheld. Yeah. And the thing that's so cool for me is I haven't eaten bread or flour since January 1st, 2012. And not that it was like this huge longing or missing, but every now and then, you know, you know, I see Charles eating burritos and stuff. And it's like, I, I wish it's not that I'm jealous, but it's like, I wish I could have the, not, not that I want his burrito, but the convenience. And, the, and it's just, there's something fun for me about eating the food that way it's just something fun about us as, as humans to eat with our hands in yeah. general 
Yeah. So I love it. And, you know, uh, people are, are, so, are so worried about the caloric density. Like, and, and this is the thing, guys. I always say, if when in doubt, leave it out. Not everything works for every person. But the question, it was so interesting because the, the I don't know if this viewer is watching live, but it, it, they posted it on the YouTube page where we can't really ask doctors questions when you post comments on our YouTube page because the doctors don't look there. But they had posted, they said, will you ask Dr. Goldhammer or McDougal this? And even if I did ask them, it's, I can't get back to you if you post on YouTube. You need to have an email. So sign up at chefaj.com because when you send us a question that way, guess what? We write you back with the answer, even from the doctor's. But the person said, well, are these something to use sparingly because of the contents in 300 to 500 calories in each since they contain chia seeds, flax, or psyllium husk? Lissa's book description states that the wraps are three to 500 calories or so for each 14 by 14 wrap. Wouldn't eating these three times a day risk causing a weight gain because it would be adding 900 to 1500 calories a day if you ate three of them? Well, here's the thing. I don't eat three of them a day. And most days I'm actually only eating one a day. Not that I, I'm afraid to eat two, but just. It would be hard to eat. Yeah, three. they're really feeling. Like I'm really full <laughs> off of one. A two a day would be pushing it. Yeah. That's the thing. They're so filling and they're so satisfying. But what I love about them is they're made out of real food, mostly fruits and vegetables. People are saying, well, but how do you make them out of sweet potato if it's not cooked? Isn't that dangerous? So tell me about that. Oh, well, you know, the drying process, I think really, um, it doesn't, I want to say changes, but like, for example, onions, like if we were to eat this like an apple, it would probably feel really weird on the stomach, but after it's been blended and dehydrated, you could eat all of this and it wouldn't react the same way as a fresh one would. I don't worry about sweet potato or yam or anything like that raw. Like we've spiralized it before. And in the wrap, it is like the fiber is what binds it. I really wanted to quickly touch on the psyllium and the chia because we had mentioned that. So there are people who don't want the psyllium for some reason. Usually it's because psyllium is, it's the husk of a seed. So there's like no fat in it. It's just the fiber husk of the seed. And it's a very high soluble prebiotic. It feeds your microbiome. It feeds your gut bacteria. And specifically, it feeds bacteria called Roseburia. And Roseburia bacteria produce the butyrate, which is anti-inflammatory. It's energy for your colon cells. It helps to repair your gut. It keeps your colon friendly to probiotics and unfriendly to pathogens. Like it's actually really amazing. It helps lower cholesterol. It helps with heart issues. Um, like psyllium is actually quite an amazing ingredient. And because it's no fat, you can add it to give that fluffiness. The psyllium is essential. If you leave the psyllium out, you're going to end up putting in more chia or flax, which can also dry out the wrap. It doesn't make it as fluffy. So it's really important to keep the psyllium in there. And remember that it is a soluble prebiotic fiber, which is feeding your gut. And when I did my microbiome test, um, one of the bacteria that I personally need to work on, which I think most people do need to work on, is Roseburia bacteria, neat as well. And Roseburia thrives on psyllium. So it was a suggested thing for my gut to grow. So psyllium is definitely amazing. We use um, from now foods. We use that one. Um, that one is the one that's tested for heavy metals. So if you want 
Uh, now food psyllium is the best one. And then chia or flax. Again, it's one tablespoon of omega-3 rich fats. That's another thing. We usually don't eat enough omega-3 fats in our day-to-day -day life. So adding a tablespoon to a wrap and having a wrap for lunch, I mean, like our big wraps, you'll see our big wraps, how we wrap them up. One entire wrap, which is really hard to finish, is like 660 calories. Yeah, you, like you bring up a good point. It's, you know, when people say, is something fattening? Well, compared to what? Is something healthy when compared to what? It doesn't matter. Most of the reps, not not most, because I I don't count calories and I hate that I've had to do this. But just to answer these people questions, I put it in. There's this little app, you know, where you can figure out calories in a recipe, not calorie density, but the calorie per rep. And mo most of mine have been about 300. But it depends what you fill it with, because in their case, they're 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 100 percent raw and they eat a low fat diet. They're filling it with vegetables. I mean, pounds of vegetables that are anywhere between 67 and 125 calories per pound. So, I mean, if you fill it with, you know, guacamole, right. and, you know, and yeah. like we are. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so again, relative to what the thing is, is they've, they've made me, they've made me excited about eating again and created so much enjoyment. And, uh, you know, you mentioned uh, microbiome testing. I just got a new doctor at Sutter, an integrative doctor. And she's actually asking me to do um, one of these microbiome tests. It's might right. not be the same you did, so we'll see about that. And I'll let you well, know. Be great, Chef yeah. AJ. It's so it's good. Always great to learn about what's going on. Yeah, inside, what's right? happening inside? Is are we absorbing this? Or, yeah, like are we seeing some growth? Yeah. But we know we need the psyllium for it to come out and be pliable, and the chia or the flax. Either one is a binder, but what about the dates? Are the dates there because it maybe balances some of the acidity of the tomato when there's in there or the sharpness of the onion? Are, are they, I mean, like if, if somebody really was triggered by having one medjool date in the house, could the date be taken out? You know, I've made wraps without the dates because I've had the, like when I made these, we tested like over 60 recipes trying to see what would work based on like other people's palates or desires. And some people are allergic to dates, yeah. so they can't have dates. But unfortunately, when you do leave the dates out, it's more like a cracker. Cracker. It's not as pliable because it's the sugar, it's the sugar in the date that makes that kind of like brings it all together and keeps it pliable. So yeah, like you said, it's like one, maybe two dates. I mean, it depends on the size of your dates too, True. because I go by weight. So if you've got the big medjools, it can be like three dates for two wraps, which is not much um, when all is said and done, especially if you load your wrap up with vegetables it's not that big of a deal. And you're basically, most people, I would say 95% of people that I coach are all under eating. They're not getting enough um, fresh plant foods in their diet anyway. So a couple dates here or there is definitely gonna help keep their energy up too. Cause most people, they say, well, I'll eat raw and I feel hungry right after. It's like, well, you gotta eat more calories from yeah. fruits and vegetables. Yeah. And this is a great way to do that. Absolutely. Cause I was not eating a lot of salads just cause not that they were boring, but you know, mm, yeah. mm, you know, even when I was chopping them, but this is enabling me to eat more raw vegetables because my standard in here, my, my favorite thing in a salad, I haven't even been using lettuce. I use uh, shredded green cabbage, shredded purple cabbage, shredded carrots and scallions. And that's kind of like my base mix. And so like tonight, 
where it's tostada Tuesday, but instead of using the, the crisp tostada cracker, we're going to be putting the tostada rice in here with all the fillings. And I'm just so excited to do that. You know, people are, it's so funny that people are worried about like that they're, that they're going to get fat from a wrap, basically made out of vegetables. But then I think about, you know, some of the other crap that they're eating and not worried about. So, you know, and also when you think about it, I haven't been to the store yet, but I can't wait to go to Trader Joe's. But when I've been Googling the amount of calories, you know, in, in a tortilla, let, let's just say, you know, you get a flour tortilla that would be this side, whether it's white flour or wheat flour or a piece of lavash bread, or I actually took corn tortillas, which are about 65 calories each. They don't make corn tortilla this size. They should, but it took about seven of them to fit this space. So that would be the same amount of calories. It, people just don't think about it that way, but people eat several corn tortillas when they eat corn tortillas, you know? Right, exactly. And then of course, like in a flour tortilla or a corn tortilla, corn tortilla would just be a little bit healthier than a flour tortilla, but you've got refined grains that are in your, your tortilla to where this here is all just real unadulterated food mm -hmm. blended up. So it's going to be more nutrient dense than mm -hmm. a flour tortilla. Yeah. And that's definitely a highlight to the wraps because if you have like a flour tortilla, which a lot of them have oil and salt added to, which both things are like, aren't something that we want to eat. Um, but that is there and it's like not as nutrient dense as say adding like you know you're getting all the sulfur from the onions you're getting the omega-3 the from the chia you're yeah. getting the pectin from the apple if you do that um resistant starch from the, the sweet, sweet potato. potato like there's so many different nutrients that yeah. you're getting in this wrap plus the flavor is so yeah. different and another thing too when you had mentioned about like eating the wraps like it also depends on what else people are eating throughout yep. the day right? right so it's not just the wrap itself it's like the whole day the week the month you know the daily habits that people are doing yeah like, somebody the, microbiome, the, the, the microbiome food i feel like that and just by itself is yeah you know even if you didn't really worry about the calories the nutrient density but just feeding the gut mm -hmm. you know proper prebiotic fibers and of course not getting the omegas that's a huge thing we're all, I, I imagine that most of the population is out of balance from their omega-6 to the omega-3. Yeah. So this is a great way to get, you know, some omega-3s in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So let me, let me I, you know, I, guys, I apologize. There's so many questions in the chat. I hope I didn't miss any because my chat goes faster than yours. But somebody has posted and they've been posting this on my social media that there's something called raw wraps, W-R-A-P-S, and apparently they're gluten-free and SOS-free. But when I looked them up, they were very high in fat. Because yeah. yeah, they're made out of coconut most of the time. Yeah, most of the time they have coconut or oils in them to keep it pliable. And that's one of the reasons why we use dates, because the dates keep it pliable as well. So it's so much easier to have something like this than something store-bought. Plus, like, you know, with the packaging and stuff. And I've had the raw wraps before. Um, and as well as some other coconut based ones and they're great, but they're also not as big, not but as like big. small. They are amazing though, for if someone who just wants to have a wrap real quick, because for years we were not able to yeah. make wraps. Uh, I tried uh, several times before I even met Lissa. And then when we got together, we made wraps a few times. They never, ever turned out. So we also missed holding like <laughs> a burrito or something and eating. So we would do collard wraps 
or nori wraps, or we would buy those coconut wraps, or there's yeah. veggie wraps. There's a few different kinds of wraps. Yeah, high fat, and we didn't, I mean, yeah, these are yeah. like nice. These, these, I mean, listen, I, I, you could sell, you could this, you could make a fortune if you'd mass produce these because they are yeah. so delicious. Uh, somebody is saying that theirs felt, theirs fell apart. It was moist in the middle, but you have that video that explains what to look for and to poke your finger. And if you can see any indentation, it's not done. Yes. And of course, a really important thing to do is if you aren't checking the indentation is take it off of the rack if you're using Excalibur because you can see how there's the squares there. Yeah, and then you, when you push it, kind of pushes down. It pushes down in the square. So it might be best to like put it on something flat or maybe you put your hand underneath it and push like that because you can almost be misled by pushing with it on the tray. Mm -hmm. So it is, I'm glad you brought that up because this is where the trick is, the technique is in not peeling it off the tray, but how do you know when it's dry? If you can't peel it off the tray, right? How you know it's dry it is what I call the dimple test. And people please have to watch the video that I have in the ebook because I show you how to know when it's done. And if you push on it at all, and there's like a little bit of give or a little dimple, it's not ready yet. Just leave it in the dehydrator for a couple more hours and then pull it out again and test again because each wrap is going to have slightly different dehydration time based on the dehydrator you use, the humidity level of the area you're in, and how much you have in your dehydrator. So if you only have one recipe, which makes two wraps, if you have two trays in your dehydrator, they might only take 10 to 12 hours to dehydrate. But if you have all nine trays fully loaded in the dehydrator, it might take up to 30 hours to dehydrate them all because there's so much more moisture going on in there. So it's going to take a lot longer to dehydrate. Right. Yeah. Because you imagine all of these vegetables that we're going to be blending up here today. This is just one recipe. I mean, how much water is in one onion? And look at how many onions are here. So it just makes sense too, when you think about it logically, if the dehydrator is packed full of stuff, it's going to just take longer. Mm -hmm. I love talking to you, but I have to go to physical therapy. So I got to get through all these questions as soon as I can. So, okay. I, you know, questions. Keep going. Right. so, so, um, uh, what's the best way to transport them? Asks, uh, one of the viewers, I'm sorry, I lost, uh, Joan says, what's the best way to transport? Well, the best way that I have found to transport them is to get rid of the silicone sheet because the silicone sheet itself is very heavy. So you can peel the wrap off and then put parchment paper down and lay the sticky side down, the parchment paper would basically be in place of the silicone paper and then, or the silicone tray. And then if you really need to store them to where it's, uh, they're not getting crushed or anything, either like- Or you put, put them in the Ziploc bag first. Put them in a Ziploc, keep the bag open. And then if you could put them in a box, I happen to have a box, I bought a solar panel and it actually was a nice, like really thin box, like, you know, yay big, all of them fit in there really nicely. Or you could maybe like do a makeshift box, just build a box and that will kind of help anything crushing them if you were to transport them, you know, just to kind of add a little bit of a, a container to put them in. But yeah, the best thing is to peel them off and then put a parchment paper down, lay the parchment paper down and you can stack them like that, slip them on the Ziploc, don't rip it and then you're good. 
Vicky's saying one of the ladies on the reboot has been doing them successfully in the Breville. Any way doing that because the Excalibur is $600 down under. Vicky, I would ask this lady and maybe she could come on the show and show because Lisa doesn't have a Breville and I don't have the trays for the Breville. So find this person for us and let's ask her to do a video for us. I think that would be the best way. People in the chat, Lisa, are saying those that followed your directions exactly and watched the video, their wraps are coming up out perfectly. And let's see. Okay, we might have covered this, but the, a, a viewer sent in um, the round dehydrator with a three-inch hole in the middle. Could it work as a wrap and make cone wraps? You, you know what a cone wrap is? Like it's where you like it looks like an ice cream cone. Yeah, you know, you could totally. You could. I mean, like, people can make them any shape, really. Okay, it's, one one quick second. I'm gonna blend this. Might be loud. <laughs> <laughs> While they're blending, I'll just tell you my guest tomorrow at 9 a.m. is Danielle Medina. She's known as Fit and Play Mama on Instagram. She's a nutritionist. She's a fitness person. She's going to be making an incredible recipe for us. So this is blended, you guys. We blended this up. This is uh, the first step to doing this. Yeah. Then after we blend all of the ingredients, make sure you weigh everything out. And then this is incredibly important. A lot of people miss this step. They put the psyllium and the chia in there and blend it all together. You don't want to do that because if you put the psyllium and the chia in and blend everything together, you're blending for a minute, then you're going to risk cracking. So this is very, very, very important. Blend everything up first so it's all nice and creamy. Then you add the chia and the psyllium. So and then you pulse it for three seconds. Just the chia, the chia and psyllium come after. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, Lisa, I wanted to ask you something. This is um, not about wraps, but, you know, my Vitamix, the canister is so dingy. And I Googled it and it said soak it in vinegar, but it's still dingy. Do you have any tips on making it look new again? Oh, the 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 craft, the container? Yeah, it just looks terrible. And I soaked it in common. I soaked it in vinegar. I mean, I did whatever the Internet said and it still looks bad. You know, oh like, uh, funny that you say that, Jeff AJ, because ours is slightly dingy too. And I was thinking to myself, I've got another project that I'm doing right now, but I'm going to be on a mission on to figure out how to get that dinginess out of there. And we'll I, let you know. Yeah. Okay, that could be that could be the next show, maybe. Hey, here's a really, here's a really interesting question uh, from Julie, and she says. Can you ask Lisa about tips to minimize the smell drying the wraps create? My family gives me a hard time because about dehydration because of the smell. I think that's hilarious because I think the wraps smell phenomenal. And it's I wish so phenomenal, but I can understand her pain because in the beginning, when we were making these wraps and we have a dehydrator full of wraps, especially the, the everything, um, everything but the bagel wraps, there's a lot of onion and it can be very pungent and very strong. And sometimes like my eyes will just be profusely watering. So I can understand their pain, but really I feel that over time, mm -hmm. you just kind of build up a tolerance and immunity to it because they don't even really bother me anymore. Yeah. And also if, if possible, if you put the dehydrator in another room that you could close the door, right. I mean, it's still going to make the house smell delicious. Yeah, it really so, will. I mean, <laughs> so I'm going to grab the, the uh, computer here. So forgive the shakiness and we're going to pour the mixture. So these need to be split in half. So and you don't have to be exact, exact, just kind of. So we're just going to pour 
she's pouring the mixture into both. Yeah, and like she says, it's not real imperative that it's exact. You could weigh it out if you wanted If to. you wanted to, but say you're just trying to make some real quick, just get them done. Yeah, and I've noticed that I've made like probably over 200 wraps so far, and it takes me 12 minutes to chop, blend, pour, and spread. So I've got it down to an art form. So we're just gonna spread this out. Now this part here does take a little bit of time and a little bit of practice, but this is a really good, um, it reminds me of the little rake with the sand, the little Zen kind of like um, relaxing, uh, you know, I'm not sure what those things are called, the little Zen uh, Zen gardens, I think they are, yeah. It kind of reminds me of that. So this is, this is the part where you just wanna take your time and she's filling the corners. And then what's cool with this, this tray with the lids are the, uh, the edges. You can see how it just holds it all in. So it just makes the spreading part so much faster. And let me see if I can get kind of a, an angle here to where you can see maybe the light is kind of gonna shine off of the, the wrap itself. You can see the glare of the light on the mixture. You just try to get it as even as you can. If, if there's going to be any um, inconsistency, say it's a thicker in one area, in the um, in the middle might be the better place to have the thickness. But oh, there, no, the I'm thinness. sorry, the edges, the thinness. Yeah. Because the, the center dries last. Well, yeah, the center dries last. So yeah, any thick, the thicker on the edges, if anything, you know, the, yeah, keeping, yeah, I'm backwards on that. The uh, edges would be the thicker area. Oops. And it just takes time. Like you don't want to rush this part, um, but the more often you go back and forth, the more smooth it'll end up being. Yeah, just get it as nice as you can. And as you can see, this offset spatula is key. It's a key piece of equipment. It would be really hard to do it with any other kind of spatula to get it this smooth and this even. All right, so we got that done. We'll so do this one, one later. Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, but look at that. Isn't that amazing? You can see the glare of the light off of it, how, how perfect it is. Beautiful. And so we have these. Um, the everything bagel seeds and we just like to because it just gives it that look it's just sesame seeds oh um, my gosh and there's something that's really fun about flakes. about having the um that's that stuff gets basically almost not it's not baked because it's <laughs> raw but it, it just gets inset into the wrap so it doesn't really flake off and there's just something about having that on the outside that just makes it so nice and then that will go fun. on the so fun. That's it. So this is in the dehydrator. And now um, we're going to quickly wrap a wrap. Yeah, let's wrap one up. Hey, Lisa, Lisa, you know, the lady who complained that her family didn't like the smell, why not just move the dehydrator to the garage or the laundry room, you know, something like that. Yeah, that's a really great point, too. Um, I've known people who do that, too. They have their dehydrator in their garage. And that works. This is this is a fermented cashew cheese that we're going to be putting on the wrap. I'm just going to, um, we'll just use plain cream cheese. You can make the cashew cheese, like if people don't mind having the cashews or the- Do you want me to wait to wrap wrap? this out? No, that's that? perfect. I'm okay. just gonna, we're going to use plain. So we one. made these last night. So this is just what we put into the dehydrator. But as you can see, this one here is done, ready to go. And look at that flexibility. It's just- it's strong, it's flexible, it's so amazing. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just kidding. 
So Lissa's making up the, the cashew cheese, which the cashew cheese recipe is also in the hand salads book. And this alone is a really nice recipe to make too, if you're going to like a, a potluck or something, an amazing recipe to make, super easy. Basically just blended up those cashews with some love and a couple ingredients, let them dehydrate all, all night. And then look at this cream cheese. Yeah, it's nice. And we, we would add, but because you, You've got somewhere to go. We'll we'll just use plain cream cheese on our wrap. It's still going to be delicious. It's still going to be amazing. We'll mix the rest of this up because yeah. adding this is another really cool thing about making your own cheese is you can add anything that you want into it. Maybe you want kind of a barbecue. -y. I told Lisa today I kind of want a, a jalapeno garlic style yeah, of cheese. See, we've got some jalapeno peppers. We've got some onion powder, garlic, and we're just going to blend that all. We're like mix it in. But for this, we're just going to go right into the wrap. Okay, so let's watch the peel. Okay, ready? This is a really satisfying look part. At, look at how pliable this is. It's so amazing. Ready? This is my favorite part. Just the strength that these things have are so incredible. It's soft and pliable look at that and they smell amazing but it is it's like a bread like a flat bread mm -hmm. but it's just made from fruits and veggies yeah i mean just apple onion and sweet potato yeah plus, yeah plus of course the uh, chia and psyllium and there's 30 there's 34 different wrap recipes in the book yeah 34 yes. different wrap recipes there's the cheese recipe in there uh, there's sauce recipe. And then, of course, the ideas of what to fill them with, like the two no fish is so amazing. And these, one of and these wraps, after they're wrapped, we're going to wrap one today with the dry ingredients. So they'll last longer. They'll last. Actually, they're I've eaten them six days old and they're still delicious. Of course, the cabbage is the only way that I could tell if they're older because the cabbage kind of... Um, you know, gets a little more oxidized, so it does change a little color. But with wrapping these with the dry ingredients, they will last for days. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing that we really wanted to talk about too, is not using things like tomatoes or cucumbers or pickles or sauerkraut. If you're wrapping these for the next day, if you're eating them right away, go for it. You can put anything in it. But if you're wrapping them for travel or hiking or camping or whatever, you're going to want to use dry ingredients like lettuce. Make sure your lettuce is fully dry, um, carrots, red onions, that kind of thing, because then it will last a lot longer um, because you don't want wet. I mean, who likes soggy wraps, right? Yeah, nobody so wants a soggy bread or soggy wrap. And of course, with the recipe book, in the recipe book, there's all the different themes for each recipe for each recipe. So there is over a hundred recipes if you were to count the wrap recipe, the sauce recipe, and then the ingredients to fill it with. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, there's 34 wrap recipes and each one being different. And you don't have to use cheese. Uh, there's a lot of uh, recipes that don't call for the cheese. The cheese does really help it last a lot longer. It kind of um, adds a nice barrier to the wrap itself. So for people that aren't raw exclusively like me, you know what I use instead of cheese? I just take a roasted Hannah sweet potato that's already cooked yeah. and it's just mushy yeah. and it's my cheese. Oh my God. There gosh. you go. And that is so amazing. People can put anything they want in these. It really doesn't matter, but you do want to have like a good barrier, whether that be the yams or the sweet potatoes or lettuce or whatever. You want to have a good barrier against the actual wrap because we want to keep it from getting soggy fast. So that helps. 
Excuse me, Lisa, but if you're eating it right away, like I am, does it really matter? Because I literally make it right before I eat it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Then it wouldn't it's, matter. You could put tomatoes in there. Cucumber, pickles. That's what I put, like, I put, depending on my, for instance, tonight we're going to fill it with the tostada rice. So we're going to be putting salsa in mine, guacamole in his. Oh, yeah. So, so since I've never made them in advance, because I just never thought to do that. And I don't have those pretty little papers. I've never had them get soggy. But one of the viewers is saying, so it may be better to not put dressing on, put the dressing in while you're eating, perhaps, for some yeah. people. Exactly. And that is something that we do. We actually have our dressing um, it's we'll in get the a dasher, yep. but um, we don't add the sauce in. Like I've had people on Instagram say it looks too dry, but it's like, but we, we put the sauce on for every single bite. We're like drenching it in sauce and it's so delicious. But we do this because we like to go camping and hiking and traveling and stuff. So we'll wrap like six wraps in advance. So all we have to do is open our cooler, grab a wrap in the sauce, and we've got lunch. It's like yeah. so easy. Hey, so, so Danny's good. saying, uh, what's the texture? Is it chewy? Is it crunchy? It's um... We're going to take a bite here in just a moment. And the, the texture here is, it is like a pita bread texture. Yeah, but it's yeah, I think that's good. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. almost like a tortilla, but a little bit, I mean, it, I would say it's chewy. It's not like, it's definitely not hard and it's no, definitely it's not crunchy. Hard. It, it, yeah, pita would be a good way to say it. It's very chewy. Yeah, it's pita, um, but it's also like, it's not hard to chew. And it's like, I mean, it's, to me, it's like bread. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it really, yeah, I think the pita for me personally, I feel that that's like, you know, because I've had pita bread, it's probably the closest to like a, a pita bread or yeah, like a really hearty wheat tortilla. Of yeah. course, it doesn't. Um, that's a good yeah. word. It's just, man, these things. And you can fit so much in when you're filling it, though, you do want to keep everything in this like except the lettuce, the lettuce can go right up to the edges, but you want to keep everything in the center because you're going to wrap up the sides. And if you have too much in the center, then it's going to be a little yeah, too full. But if you have too much close, you know, the uh, closest to the edge, it's not going to fold in or uh, yeah, fold in as well either. So mm -hmm. yeah, like, as you can see, I'm trying to get this right above here. So you can kind of see the, um, where the ingredients are, it's pretty much just in that triangle. You can see the one side has nothing on there. Yeah. And then the most of the ingredients is just slightly offset. And of course, you guys will figure it out. You'll find you <laughs> feel the flow and then you guys will figure it out. But here, here we go. This is the wraps part. And here, let me, uh, I don't know if I should go this way. Over my shoulder? Maybe like this. I don't know. I need, to, I need to get that phone. Okay. So listen, okay. you do the sides before you do the V that shapes to you, right? Yeah, but you know, you, the whole point is to make it, get it to look like an envelope. Ooh. See how it looks like an envelope? There. So that's where you do. And then I like to put both hands on either side and then I give a good squeeze. Now, let me come in from this other angle because I want you guys to be able to see the flexibility and the pliability of these things. Look at there. Like you can actually give it a good, like, like they're really strong. I, I mean, mean, you want to be gentle. Yeah. You but... don't want to go hardcore because you can still tear it, yep. right? Just like bread or tortilla, but they're very, very, uh, they, yeah, they have a lot of strength. And there it's, we go. So there's the wrap. Now give it the cut. Look <laughs> at how big that thing is. I mean, you know, anybody who is eating. It's like a monster burrito. And you know, unless I'm posting it on social media, I never cut it. I just eat it. Yeah. yeah. 
And I mean, really, I don't think I could personally, I don't think I would be able to eat three of those. Yeah, there's no way. These are so filling. Two would be hard. Like one by itself, I'm not very, um, unless there is no cheese, I could eat a whole one. Um, and then also having like a, a fat-free dressing, but any fat, it just really like makes it heartier and, and, and heavier. Mm-hmm. So I can only eat half. Are we ready? Are we ready? Here we go. Oh, the best parts like opening an avocado. Look at that. That is so amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay. And now we have our sauce that we made. Yes. We have our sauce. I mean, just look at that. Yeah. And there's something about eating with our hands. Now the edges you can see, right? Like they are a little bit, um, not as soft as the middle, but as they sit with the ingredients in them, even just for a little bit, they start to kind of soften up. But the actual wrap that you're gonna bite into is, I mean, gosh, it's just absolutely incredible. Like wanna take a bite right now. And then the colors, right? You know, filling it up with whatever. Now what's so cool about the pan salads book is there's so many different kinds of, every single wrap is different. Mm. They're, they're not the same, but this one here is full of the dry ingredients. Oh, you're gonna wrap it. I'm just gonna show the, here, let me um, get close. yeah, I'm just gonna show how we wrap with the deli paper. So these deli papers, there's links in the description to everything that we're talking about, but these deli papers are really quite amazing um, for like food prep, if you're gonna have them for multiple days. So what Nate and I do, is we will wrap them for multiple days. And once it looks like this and it's wrapped, they can last three to even six days. We don't recommend going six days, but six. I mean, three is the sixth day. I was like, meh, I don't know, you know, but they did, they did hold up Mm -hmm. three days later, four days later, they're still good. But I mean, gosh, you know, even having them a day or two days old is really nice. Yeah. And then they also like soften the wrap even more, especially if you use dry ingredients. So what I like to do is for this one, I do opposite. I go up the middle first and then I just kind of like push a little bit into the side and then flip it over and then push a little into the side and flip it over. And then we roll it up like that. And then you you could tape it with tape or whatever. If you're making them for your family, you can put um, everybody's initials on there. So nobody gets theirs mixed up. Maybe you have special things in one. Maybe somebody has sauerkraut and the other person doesn't like sauerkraut. Mm-hmm. Of course, if you are using sauerkraut and you want to eat it tomorrow, the best thing to do, what we've found is to use a paper towel, put the sour, you know, like, you know, try to get as much of the liquid off of the sauerkraut as you can, and then kind of tamp the sauerkraut. Mm-hmm. Um, that way you're getting a lot of that moisture off because yeah, they will soften up and they'll actually get a little bit, um, a little mushy. It's just like any wrap, just like right? any just bread like any or tortilla. Yep, so. it's really so similar. Mm-hmm. So we've got our sauce here. Now this is a major part of the book, and I I feel like as someone would be looking in from the outside, I would buy the book just for the sauce recipes <laughs> and the cheese recipes, not even including the wraps. So this here is another huge aspect to what makes these so amazing. Oh, you got to bring that in. We'll do a close-up drizzle. Okay, we'll have to use the spoon. We didn't normally like to put these in a squeeze bottle. Oh, what's that? It's just onion powder. Is it? Okay. okay. Normally, we'll put these in. That might be gin or a garlic. garlic. Oh, I didn't do ginger. That's okay. 
Um, but we'll put them in a squeeze bottle so each little bite gets a little drizzle of sauce. Yeah. Right. That's fun. That's what I do with California balsamic. I squeeze it per bite. Oh, yes. The balsamic would be amazing on here. So with a squeeze bottle, it's really nice because you can really portion control each little bit. But every salad needs a salad dressing. And, and it's a hand salad. <laughs> and then every single bite has sauce on it. So... You're like the rap guru. You're like the wizard of raps. The wizard of raps. And the wizard, the wizard of raps. And I feel like you were saying too, Chef AJ, I feel like this has definitely put us on a different timeline. It has changed the paradigm of the world because there's nothing like this in the entire world. I mean, we have not found anything. Nothing that tastes that good. And I, you know what, just, just for argument's sake, I did find some other rap recipes looking. I'm going to try them and I know they're not going to taste is yours but try them out if they roll yeah yeah we we've tried like probably close to like uh seven or eight different uh recipe creators wrap recipes and um yeah mm -hmm. it's just tricky to find you know good ones but yeah look it's at the, like so I, primal there's just they're just like i never get to eat with abandon and gusto like this and i i just uh you know what i should probably just do a video of me eating the wrap tonight maybe because I'm going to have it. Well, guys, thank you so much. You know, you're coming back next month. Let's see, next month is September. Oh, you're coming back the day that I'm coming back from Palm Springs uh, from the Plantrition Conference. So, you know, if you want to include another wrap in there, you know, I wouldn't say no, you know. Right, maybe we will. So this good. has been so much fun. And if anybody has any questions at all about the wraps or whatever, Feel free to message Nate or myself on our Instagram. That's the best way to get a hold of us. But all the, the links to all the stuff that we're using, you can get the wraps off Nate's page. He's got a microgreens course and his kitchen essentials course. He's got like his own books too. So you can get the wrap book from either of our stores. The link is in the description box. All the products that we have are 40% off. Yeah. So be sure to use that code. Oh, do you get 40% off of anything or everything you purchase? Some people forgot to use the code. Can they message you or, you know, they just yep. forgot. If Great. they send you an email, um, rawfoodromance at gmail.com with a copy of their receipt, I can offer the refund if you don't use the code. But the code is rawfood40 and you enter it at checkout after you put in your email address. That's where the code goes. There's a little blue link above the buy now button. You just click on that, put in rawfood40 and it'll apply the discount. Mm, click okay. So good. Well, these are, has the raw food community acknowledged you as the, as the queen that you are in creating this? This is game changing for raw chefs. I'm like, yeah, I'm not raw guys. I'm putting rice and beans and my husband and sweet potatoes in, in mine. So you don't have to be raw to enjoy these, but you do need the tools that we talked about. People are asking when it calls for sweet potato, does it matter what color? Oh, good question. Yeah. So um, we have like multiple different colors. Like there's some red ones. We've even have like there's actually a wrap recipe in the book that calls for purple sweet potatoes. So if you're ever able to find one of those, it's called the purple passion. And it's actually a purple wrap. Like it's like a great one for like Easter or whatever. You don't have any purples. No, but purple it doesn't matter the color. It's just that the light fleshed ones, which is this side, the light fleshed ones make lighter wraps like these ones use the light flesh. If you use the orange flesh ones, it'll just be darker in color. It'll be like more of a deep brown um, than the light flesh. So and, it really doesn't matter. And it really doesn't ch change the flavor yeah. very much at all. Now, oh, yeah. can you use butternut squash instead of sweet potato? 
You could try, mm. you could definitely try um, anything that is like a start. Mm. You could even use beets or- Has John Kohler tasted your wrap? Yes, he loves them. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's great. Listen, Nate, okay. thank you so much for creating this. I just so look forward to my meals now. <laughs> Not that my food was bad before, but now it's like next level. I know it's finger food. You know, we like finger food. Well, you need all five of your fingers and your thumb. Yeah, all five of your okay. <laughs> yep, definitely. So much fun. So much fun. Thank you so much, AJ, for. God, thank you. I, this should be a bestseller. I mean, I wish it was a hard copy and we could just have everybody in the world get this book because some people- working on it. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. The hard copy's coming. Yeah, we're hoping and, for mid to late fall. It'll be available on Amazon. For, and for both of us, I feel like the most exciting part is hearing how other people who don't eat a lot of uh, fruits and vegetables are eating more, just like you were saying. Absolutely. And Nate, I'm waiting for the Ninja Creamy book from you. So hurry up, dude. Oh, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. All right. Thank you guys. Thanks so much. And thanks all of you for watching another episode of Chef AJ Live. Please come back tomorrow at 9 a.m. for Danielle Medina and get wrapping guys. Take care. Bye-bye.